Hello and welcome to this episode of the Healthy, Comfortable, Happy Podcast. Before we start, this episode contains a lot of conversation that might be triggering for some of our listeners. If that sounds that it might apply to you, please be sure to check the show notes for a number of websites that might be able to help you. Enjoy the show. Hello, Neil Thomas. I am pumped this evening. I am so excited. Um, how are you? I'm all right, yeah. Nice day down. It ended up being a lovely day down here, so perfect. Uh, well, we've, we've literally had hail and rain oh. and, you know, it's been epic, but... Dribble. But, but we're getting there with lockdown. I had my injection last week, so, you know, all's good. Strong. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Sass, why are you so excited today? <gasps> I'm really excited because we have got a wonderful guest joining us today. It is the lovely Hannah Camden and Hannah and I, um, our paths have crossed for nearly a couple of decades. Dare we even say that? I mean, we're so youthful, right? How could that even be possible? I hear you say. Um, Hannah um, worked with Andy, um, my hubby, um, in the fitness industry um, and they worked in the gym together and that's kind of where Hannah's name cropped up in um, in my life and also since then her path has passed with um, one of my best friends Vicky and uh, her husband Ben and loads of other people along the way and so it feels only natural that we once again meet um, and we I feel really delighted to have Hannah on board because her story is one that I feel is going to give our listeners um it'll be a really interesting listen and it's gonna really inspire and motivate people in many ways so yeah I'm excited about this one Neil you are going to love it I'm sure we are welcome to the show Hannah oh wow that was emotional before it even starts <laughs> <laughs> Tass is like that oh, hello yeah. hello and that welcome was such a good beginning there <laughs> Yeah, well, we try to build people up, and then you know you carry on. That was moment. so. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good intro, right? Yeah, no pressure. Yeah. No um, pressure at all, right? <laughs> easy, easy. Um, back, relax. Let's go. Yeah. Um. So, Hannah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we're going to talk to you. Well, you're going to talk and tell us about your story, your background, uh, what you do, how you do it, etc. Uh, in a little moment, but. Uh, as is now becoming tradition, um, in our shows, we always start off with two key questions at the start of the show. Um, and the first one is, what does well-being mean to you? What does well-being mean to me? Uh, firstly, I think it means it's different for absolutely everyone. And uh, there should be no expectation on how it should and sh like should be. Um, well-being to me is just living a happy um, and healthy lifestyle that suits you like and for you to kind of 
um, open your eyes to um, always be learning and always be like kind of willing to learn new things and then also being your true authentic self basically always willing to learn and then also pass your knowledge on and and you know and show others what you love and just kind of being around people as well who make you shine you know and you know that you love being around I love 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 your vibe attracts your tribe tribe like I love it and we just uh, like let's just discuss that again Hannah can you just say that again a little bit slower for our listeners because this is an epic motto god how do I say it when I slow it down right okay yeah your, yeah. your vibe attracts your tribe love it yeah absolutely love yeah it. Really and like you <clears throat> you gotta be true to yourself like I've I've known now we're getting older and we worked out that number of how many years ago that I actually worked with Andy and mm. geez that's that's a long time ago now <laughs> I still feel that age <laughs> but um you know, it's a bit, you, you go through life and it is, I always say to people, life is like uh, a flowing water, right? You're always going to hit rocks, always. But then there's always going to be those calm times as well. And, and it's, and you're, you're just learning as you go through life. And um, it just, you, you know, I've, I've met people in my life who um, just, you know, you know, they're just your soulmates. I'm so lucky with my husband, like literally, I, he, does not agree with me or whether he just says it to wind me up but I'm like I knew so I was friends with my husband for like five years before we even got together so we were going out out um you know and like just best mates for ages and um and I said to him I was like I knew the day I saw you that we were going to be together and he was just like he laughs at me and he's like yeah yeah whatever you chased me you know (laughs) and I'm like nope I knew, and even though he had all these girlfriends, I was like, no, one day. <laughs> so, but he's opposite. It's just like, what are you talking about? Like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, then and don't get me wrong. Like oh, uh, about three years ago, we nearly, we nearly split up. Um, so there's been rocky patches there, um, but um I don't know it's really weird so as we get into it I kind of when I was going through that rocky patch I kind of knew in my gut I was like what am I doing like why why am I saying this like what and it wasn't that that was making me really really unhappy so yeah I think so thank you for that um I think I just love um being happy and healthy in a way that suits you I think that is like it takes a lot of people to understand uh firstly what that means to them i think that's part of age i think it kind of comes a long way uh you learn along the way you work out what's right for you what isn't right etc and i'm sure we'll go on to talk more about that and your experiences in a moment but i think that allowing yourself that space to do what you want uh and if it makes you happy, that's okay. And it doesn't matter what other people think or, you know, it, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, as long as the people that you are closest to um, love and appreciate you, um, we're all, I think we're all very lucky here and that we've got very close partners, but, or wives, husbands. Um, but even if that isn't the case, you know, if you're single and, and it's your family and your closest friends that are the most important things to you, then 
you know, as long as you're comfortable within your own skin and, and in those circles, I think it's a very nice way of describing well-being, Hannah. It's, yeah, really nice. And once again, that river and the flow and hitting a rock. And, you know, I think everybody's been there. But once again, I think, you know, as we're in and around all the same age, you know, late 30s, early 40s for some. Um, <laughs> no comment thank here. It's not thank our you guess, for reminding so. me. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, I think I think that comes, but you know, and it's hard because you don't see it like that when you're 25 or whatever this case is. So that's amazing. And then, Hannah, if you wouldn't mind expanding on that a little bit, why then has well-being become so important to you? Obviously, you know, it's it's a big part of your career. It's a big part of who you are. Um, why why has is well-being so important to you? I think now well-being. I think it always has been. Um, it's always been there. I've always been uh, quite a caring person. Like, I'll always do something. I'll always do anything for anyone who's in my life. Like, um, Rich knows me as, like, I say to Rich, I'm like, Rich, like, I love you. You're my husband. I love you. I said, but I love everyone else. <laughs> I'm like, I don't just love you. Like, everyone in my life. Like, I, I will do anything for them, you know, and I've had people in my life say, Hannah, you're too nice. You like, as in, stop giving away things like for free or stop, be like, you know, stop sharing your story. And when I, when I stopped, when I was tried to stop being who I am, I got very sick and very poorly. Um, so well-being is huge to me now because I've been through kind of I went through a really 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 rocky stage um, to the point where I took a, an overdose and I didn't want to live I just I, every single day I was just I'd say I was just existing if you've ever been like at any low point you feel like every day you're just existing you're not living and I seriously thought god like if I skip into it but I'll tell you more about it later like when I was in the hospital there was a woman opposite me and my husband was next to me I was in bed with a drip in my arm and I was looking at this woman and I was like Rich I just want to help that woman like she looked really unhappy and Rich was looking at me going Hannah like fix yourself first <laughs> you're in a hospital bed with a drip in your arm because you just took an overdose. <laughs> but I was like, that woman over there needs my help. <laughs> so that was something that like smacked me in the face and went, do you know what? I deserve to give myself this time to get better so I can help people. And then that's it from there. Like I help people anyway through training and, you know, um, I'm not one of those trainers that if you come to me, I'm gonna break you. I'm gonna make you sick. <laughs> like, that's not me. Like, I trust me, I can work you hard if someone wants to be worked hard. But if someone's having a, a stressful time at work, they are uber stressed and they come to me and they are exhausted, I'm not gonna take them to that stress levels because they will break. So I will take them for a walk or sit down or do some relaxation with them some reiki or something like that so um yeah wellness is is increasingly got like uh way more of a, a passion for me and i'm just wanting to help people for yeah, sure that's amazing i think uh what you said about um being a nice person hits home with myself and um so he always gives me a row for you know helping others before you know i'm ready or whatever else so i think that really that that's a 
I guess it's a difficult thing for people to not do if that you're that way inclined because you just feel like you want to help people but I think yeah. you know what I've probably learned so well certainly over the last two years is you know you've got to focus on yourself a little bit as well like that's super important and it's not that's not an ego thing as well no, I know. When, you, when you say when you say you've got to love yourself right I don't mean you've got to go I am the absolute nuts like and, and <laughs> It's two different ways. Like you've just got, you do have to love yourself because you have to love like living. Yeah. You have to, like, I remember as well, like even like a few months ago and it was like, you know, I, even when I was at my hardest, hardest, lowest, lowest points, I still would sometimes wake up with that fire in my belly and be like really excited because I had exciting days on. Um, and I'd still get that, but then a few months ago, I'd be like, oh my God, where's that feeling gone? What's what's going on? <laughs> and I couldn't get why I didn't have that fire in my belly. I'm like, oh my God, have I done the wrong thing? Um, but you know, you just, you you have to let it pass. You go, no, okay, this this is just a feeling and, and it's okay, it will pass. Like emotion, it will pass. Yeah, being kind to yourself, right? I think Sass and I have both said it probably in the, question that we ask at the end actually about the three tips for well-being I think Sass and I both highlighted that and how important it is to be kind to yourself and I think the other thing you touched upon was uh, that I found really interesting was as, as a personal trainer you know you don't work you kind of maybe you can expand upon it in a little bit but uh, maybe try to understand where the person is on that day when they come to you yeah. and then you know work around that because I think that's super important and once again it's something I've only really learned in the in the last couple of years is that you know don't beat yourself up if, if you're knackered and you want to go for a run but then you end up walking instead of running that's okay yeah. like you're out doing oh something God. like it's you know it's that's okay um but yeah I I always beat myself up quite a lot for that just because I was like well I'm done anything so yeah. I didn't do anything yesterday because I was knackered so I am going to do something today and then I'm going to push myself really hard, but I'm already tired and exhausted. So, mm. yeah, anyway, I, I just wish I'd even not, known that about five years ago and things might yeah. <laughs> be a bit easier. Yeah, people do put such an expectation on that they have to, you know, um, they have to, like, punish themselves and, like, just work really hard to to get to where they want to be, but it can have such a negative, you know, effect on you basically because you'll run yourself down into the ground and um then actually like you know if you're really stressed um sometimes having a, a good workout you I think you know the feeling of am I being lazy am I just being purely lazy um or am I absolutely like just shattered and my body is feeling tired you have to really really look at that and you have to ask yourself a few questions before you you start training and um when it with me as a trainer I love training with other trainers like so Vicky and Ben and and and, and I love it just I think bouncing off each other is great and I passed over this client to another trainer who I know and he sent me a message going, oh, my God, thank you so much for passing someone on. And I'm just like, well, yeah, because we didn't, we, not that we didn't connect, but I was just like, I didn't have that. I didn't have 
what they were wanting. So I, I will always pass them on to someone with the, the expertise that they need, you know? And I did a talk in a, um, I remember doing my first talk and I was absolutely bricking it. And I was like, no, yeah, of course I'll do a talk. That would be amazing. And then I was like on the phone going, yeah, sure. And then thinking in my head, what are you saying, Hannah? You hate talking in front of people. Because, you know, when I was younger, I was, I was so shy. I didn't even talk to my uncle or my family. I was like the shyest kid you know. And then as I kind of went through, um, I left school and found my passion of what I love doing, like teaching um, classes. I remember I started teaching classes in spin and a few people from school came up to me um, after they'd done my class and they were like, who are you? <laughs> like, and then, and then I was like, oh, I think I've just found what I love doing. And then it went from there, you know, I think, um, yeah, so I've been mega shy and pe I know people don't get that because I just don't shut up. But yeah, it is, it's, you just go through. I forgot what I was saying. What were we talking about? Well, no, uh, we've got, we kind of said, you know, why is well-being important to you? And I think you've just, you know, you've talked yeah. around that. I just, I just, do you know what the funny thing was, right? As I was talking and flipped to another part of the conversation, in my head, I went, I'm going to forget what the moral of my story was. <laughs> I, think, I think you discussed a lot of things in there that were all very important, right? Yeah, no, so yeah, well, it's um, gone anyway, but I'm sure I'll flitter back to it later on. It's because, yeah, it's gone. I can't, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you've already like touched on so many like different parts of your life there. I'm literally like, where do I even start with like discussing which one of that I want to hear more about? So um, first of all, I just want to say, um, you have, um, you really helped me and supported me this year, getting back on track, resetting, I think is definitely the best way to put it with, with your February reset with your company, um, uh, Fitworks, and you don't mind me plugging that, and your, oh, um, absolutely and not. <laughs> your lovely um, colleague Pippa, who, so I jumped onto this reset because I wasn't feeling great about myself and, you know, I love fitness and all of that. And I wasn't doing any of it. We were in our third lockdown. It was January. I just generally was like, ugh, you're just turned 40. Who are you? What Dark are you mornings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, what do I need to do? And then all of a sudden I thought, I'm going to have a go at this and got in contact with you. And you're like, yeah, come on, jump on be part of the community, be part of the tribe, like, and, like, I was buzzing, like, you did 28 days, and, Neil, talking about when you said that concept of um, people, like, helping and supporting the individual, so if I missed the class, Hannah would send a message, and I'd be like, oh, oh no, <laughs> oh no, and it would literally be like, hiya, didn't uh, you weren't at class this is all online by the way everybody it was all online um are you okay just let me know if there's anything I can do there was no like you well, missed you class. class how are you gonna you make did a black mark you missed class yeah. how very day mm. yeah no it was all support and care from a place of like I just hope you're okay let me know if I can do anything 
and it was like the most fun 28 days and you know I really found my love again of it so Hannah I have to say thank you so much because your constant support and guidance and not being pushy just being just knowing you were there really you know and that was that's just me that's one person on our little journey and so there must be so many people out there right now who are nodding their heads listening going Hannah yes you're amazing Fitworks is amazing they really changed my life so I think what I'd like to say is this is where you are now this is where you've got to and what you've built um, and definitely that concept of community I think we would really love to hear your journey from finding that passion from being like the spin guru when you were like 18 in that funny little studio where people just it was virtually in the car park right oh um, my god that little box I forgot about that bit yeah. <laughs> box in the car park mortifying um yeah. and um we would just love to hear this your 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 river journey your the calm bits the rocky bits and uh, much as you'd like to um share with us i'm just gonna let you roll with it and just yeah all right cool all right well yeah and i really quickly remembered what i was gonna say like it, it light bulb moment above my head i was like i remember what it was and it was literally just before i start my journey it was literally just saying that um you know not everyone is for everyone you know our company if it works is about uh it's very family orientated it's very just your everyday people um it's just welcoming people of all different fitness levels like we have amazing people who are absolutely ridiculously fit and and beginners in a class and it's just so lovely what i said about your vibe attraction tribe we do have the guys down there if someone's been there for years right if they're doing an exercise and this person is is struggling a little bit like obviously i'm there helping but if i'm like kind of over helping someone else they're, they're really friendly and they're like oh let me help you out or you know it's because everyone's so like-minded um mm. and we we welcome anyone and if it's not for someone it doesn't matter it's not for you like this no. is it this is how i got over my last business because my last business that i stepped away from is still literally my next door neighbor and that was the biggest hardest thing which i'll i'll, I'll get to in a moment Okay, so uh, so yeah, I was I touched on earlier that um you know school, um going through school I was really like quiet and shy, um quite sporty. I was pretty sporty. I enjoyed doing sport, but then I randomly went to at college, did art. I liked art. I don't know why I thought art. I just did art. I was like, maybe it's art I should do because <laughs> I didn't know. And that's it. You don't necessarily know. You don't have to know when you come out of school what you want to do. You might be lucky and go, yes, I want to do this. But I didn't. I was like, I enjoyed sport. Um, but I liked art. So I did art. I stopped that a year <laughs> in. Right. I, I And do you know what? Now I look back now, like having to make that decision to leave was extremely, extremely difficult. Um, but it was the right thing because it wasn't me. So that's when I went and got a job at the um, my local gym and worked on reception and met Andy and worked with all those wonderful people then and just built my way up. And then when I was there, I was like, do you know what? I love everyone coming in. I was like, just smiling to them. Hey, how you doing? I wasn't training them then. I was just your reception girl. And, uh, and then I was like, oh, do you know what? I really want to train them. 
So I just stayed there and I did my courses on my job while I was going. And it was amazing. <clears throat> so I just spent time there. That's when I got into teaching. And I was like, when I taught my first class, I was like, this is what I love. This is me. And I was so lucky to find what I, I was just like, that's it. That's it. I loved it. Um, but then it didn't really truly start there because then I randomly had the opportunity to go traveling. Me and my friend were like, what should we do? Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's just live. I was 18 when I went traveling. So I was pretty young. I now look back and go say, now I've got children. I've got a 15 year old and 11 year old. I now look to my mom and dad and go, oh my God, how on earth did you let me just go traveling around Australia on my own when I was 18 like this is three years away from where my son is now I'm like whoa he's not ready but <laughs> they clearly had faith in me so yeah I went traveling I did the whole of the east side of Australia and it was absolutely amazing if I did it again now I'd do it very differently but it was fantastic um I then also well when I got back I um I was with my kind of, I was going out with my husband then. And so when I got back, he went, he went to, we got together. So like three months before I was due to go to Australia and he was due to go and work out in America. So we were like, what have we done? What, what have we done? We've got together three months before we're like basically going in opposite directions. But um, like I was saying before, it was meant to be <laughs> and it clearly, like that. Was. it was clear it clearly was because I came back from America uh, I was in Australia I came back from Australia and then he came back early from America see so he must have he must he have known he right knew. otherwise he, just... he wouldn't come back he's absolutely anyway so um and then I had babies pretty quick I was really young when I had babies so I fell pregnant when I was 20 but I felt like I'd done a lot you know I'd mm. been in work and I'd traveled so I was like you know let's do this let's have let's have this baby so I had Charlie and um, I was 21 when he was born um the funny thing also was like um he I was told he was a girl all the way through multiple times you're having a girl let's paint the room pink and let's call him Chloe amazing and then when I was having my cesarean c-section they yanked him out after 17 hours of labor and was like oh you got a beautiful baby boy and I was like what the? <laughs> I was like what are you talking about it's a boy and so so yeah then then out popped Charlie so Aww. Yeah, Charlie, and he was wonderful and amazing, and everyone felt so sorry for us. They just bought us everything blue. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, it was wonderful. But um, um, now I look back, I think I actually had a bit of postnatal depression with him, mm. which was not diagnosed um, at the time. But now I look back and see how I was. I now go, hmm, I reckon <laughs> there was a bit of that there. Um, but going into business, so I, I kind of went back into working in gyms and stuff like that. Nothing too much. I knew I wanted another baby. So out along came Lily three years later. And during that time, I was just working in gyms and stuff. So Lily comes along. And then this was the start of my journey of kind of where I really started ramping up work. I was in the park. Lily was one. Charlie was about three. And I saw this guy 
just training and me being me I was just like there was something I go with I go with my flow I go with my gut a lot right and I saw this guy doing these clubs or I don't think he was doing clubs actually I think he was just throwing kettlebells around really cool and I just was like oh my god that's amazing so I he had a truck next to him so I took that number and I randomly I'd never done anything like this before I randomly emailed him saying by the way what you look were doing looks pretty cool I'm in the same industry and then he was like oh well actually I'm looking to um, kind of build a franchise. Are you up for kind of maybe taking uh, this area high with Kumon? And I was like, ooh, that's a big decision because it was a big decision. Like we didn't particularly have any money. I always, I've always made my own money, you know, like we've always gone half and half and split and, you know, it's, you know what I mean. And, um, <laughs> and, um, and so it was a big decision because it was like 350 pound a month. I was like, oh, do I do this? Rich, do I do this? Do I take this franchise on? And he's very much like, do what you want. He's so oh. lovely, so supportive. He's really he's supportive. supportive. Like, Amazing. And he wouldn't have paid the money. Like that's down to me to make that money. Do you know what I mean? He was, <laughs> he's supportive. But when it comes to like that, I mean, he would have helped me out if I needed it, which, okay, because he's in my life, right? But he's, Dan, like you got to make that money if you think you can make that money then do it I was like oh, okay <laughs> I can make that money so anyway I started that journey and I loved it and um it was a great it was a great business it was so good I started with about so there were already about 10 people but do you know what those 10 people changed I think a few of them stayed but they trained with him because it was him and so you know and that's where I was saying about before you know they were very much his people, but a few of them, like half of them stayed and, and still to the day are still training with me now, actually. And then no way. That's so cool. Um, but yeah, no, it's so cool. So they've been I've got some great people still by me. I'm very, very lucky. And um, and but yeah, so that numbers built from like seeing 10 people to then seeing like having 20 people on the books and then 30 people on the books and just it was growing it was just a park business I was out in the park training people six in the morning seven at night at the weekends and just building this really lovely little community and it was fantastic um I got offered a studio and I was like yeah I was like definitely so I approached um the, the founder of the company and I said look you're only outside why don't we take it this business into a studio I was like I'm getting a studio I'm gonna have the studio anyway so what do you reckon should we start a new thing and he was like up for it and then so I took on this studio it was my little hub it was 17 by 3 like it was quite small but I was like when I first got in it it was a tiny little corridor which I walked down and um anyway yeah we gutted it out filled it with like human trainers it looked like a torture chamber it was absolutely amazing things hanging from the ceiling I mean people walked in and went what what do you do in here <laughs> and um it was awesome it was wicked and um yeah so built that up and got to around about 80 people kind of 80 members there buzzing in and out of this little studio had a couple of people working for me so I started training them up in in these classes as well and then in this business it started growing and growing so I helped the founder out and became a director of the company and we actually had at one point 27 franchises around the country 
So it was absolutely, it was amazing. Like I would travel to the Lake District. I would travel down south uh, to Cornwall and uh, all around. And I would be training uh, these other trainers up and uh, they were running their outdoor businesses. So I'd help them up and it was just, it was brilliant because I then found that I love training trainers and, and teaching them, you know, what I had been through as well. Um, and yeah, so it was, it was cool. It was so cool. The kids were just growing older. I was spending more time working then, but not, not crazy amounts. I was still managing to be around a lot for them. And then the opportunity of a gym came up. And it was like, whoa, an actual gym. I could be a gym owner. Like, oh my God, this is my, I'd love it. What well, I thought I'd love it. And um, and we did it. So I couldn't go in on my own and do it. So I merged my studio business into this gym that I, we went 50-50 in. So the founder of Wild Training, of this company. Um, and I got this gym 50-50. And then and it was cool. We were, it was, it's absolutely amazing. It was quite a unique building. It was awesome. It had a tunnel, which we called the muscle tunnel. <laughs> like what a name, right? Come what down. I used to do show rounds and I used to be like, guys, right now I'm going to show you my muscle tunnel. So come yeah. down here. It was absolutely <laughs> amazing. Hannah, how old are you at this point? Like, Oh, what was I? So, oh God, I hate this question because I still feel about 17 now. Um, so, probably about 20, 20, 30. So by 30 at this point, you traveled, had two- Yeah, by 30, I traveled, owned a studio because I remember all the, well, I remember all the, the girls, they organized my 30th like and all all my clients they they threw me a massive 30th party which blew me away I was like we remember it to the day it was very messy it was very brilliant Amazing. and um like your 20s were like 20s huge so busy yeah really busy really busy okay. and and you know what I just I just went with it I just you know I things just came up opportunities just came up and I was just, I was very lucky enough not to go, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I think that I'm very thankful for that. I don't know how, <laughs> but I just did. Maybe I, yeah, I did. I jumped into those opportunities. I think you have to. They, all of them freaked me out. Like I was petrified. I was like, if I take on a franchise, I've got to be able to do this. And you did it. And then if I take on a studio, I've got to be able to do this. And I did it. And then if I take on a gym, now the gym was slightly different. This is where I started getting poorly. Um, so we had to work very closely. So we hadn't worked together that closely before because you know I, it was my studio. And anyway, I started, you know, they weren't all my decisions, which is fine because I am very fine to, you know, meet people in the middle and, you know, and just listen to everyone else's like, um, opinions and views but it really just did go kind of uh one way and I kind of started losing my voice um I started losing my voice that my the members and the the clients there were absolutely who kept me going and I still say like to this day like they they were just 
teaching classes I could switch off I could do that to the back of you know absolutely fine um but yeah d d just decisions were getting made and maybe I didn't quite agree with them I was like well no you know it wasn't quite me um I got pulled into um yeah just um it wasn't I'm trying to think how to put it <laughs> Um, I don't know. Would you say it went against your values or your intention, like the decisions that were being made? In yeah, I I am very community based, and if I look back, it I don't know. It's so random. It's it's a real blur looking back now. Mm. Like uh, sometimes I can talk about it really well. So it it clearly still affects me and I still have to yeah, kind yeah. of, I still have to think because obviously now the someone who I like thought I was best mates with, you know, and we trusted each other and knew each other through business. Um, all of a sudden, I mean, that come to, to an end. Um, and I still look back and go, Oh God, you know, um, how could I get something so wrong? Mm. Is it my fault? Like, I would take everything because if it was my fault, I thought like everything was my fault as I would say sorry constantly. And then on, I would put myself down all the time. Oh God, you know, oh, this is my fault. I am such a burden on people because I started getting, no one really saw it because I'd be like, hi guys, let's teach a class. Even the day I took the overdose, right? So the day I took the overdose, I taught, two classes that evening and 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 went home and like and and no one knew anything like uh, this sounds this is gonna sound really strange to hear like that but I'm so glad I did it that way which it sounds really mad at the minute but mm. I had always imagined I was going to hang myself I had always imagined that I would go that way. Like when I got that low, I was having panic attacks, anxiety attacks. Um, my family were going, what is wrong with Han? Like, because I could put on a face and I could put on a front and they'd be like, what is, you know, Hannah, why are you being so mean? Like, I thought that I didn't love my, I can say this and my husband doesn't mind because I've spoken to him about it. I thought I'd fallen out of love with my husband, but all the way through um, while I was, building this business my business partner and my husband never got on my husband just they never got on it was like I was getting torn between pillar and post for years and I look back and I and I can see now that there were moments where I didn't listen to my gut and like although I loved the job and I loved the people in it and I love training the trainers like every single one of those franchises we had I'm still pretty much friends with you know and I will pick up the phone I'd love to speak to all of them so there's there's you know I didn't lose anyone there um but I just yeah the panic attacks started getting really bad um but what I was saying like I was just I was not being professional but then I was blaming that on myself I was going, you know, God, I can't, I'm just, what am I doing? I, I was looking up how to tie knots in silks, right, that we had there. And I, I, someone came into the bathroom 
and I popped my phone down. I ran into the bar, like into the cubicle, shut the door. And it was one of my staff. She picked up the phone like, and saw what I was. And I was like, oh, no, I'm fine. Really, I'm fine. And I tried to like blag it that way. I remember staying over in the in the studio one night um, and being like, oh, calling my business partner and going, oh, you're the first one in in the morning. And I slept overnight. Thank God I fell asleep. But I slept over the night on the crash mat there. And um, and I just remember that being a horrendous night. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and luckily I fell asleep and I, I didn't go do anything stupid. Mm. Um, and um, anyway, the so that was really hard getting pulled from mm. pillar to post and I left and then I got pulled back in and then because they were going they got on really well and then they didn't get on well, um, mm. my husband and the business partner and it was just like, Oh, I knew in my gut all the way through. Now I look back as like, why didn't I listen to my gut feeling? Um, but things happen for a reason. Like, and I took, it got to one day when I was just getting like, oh, why didn't you look at the email? And and then I had all these clients and I was busy because I wasn't making money from the gym, right? I had to personal train to make money. That's how I was making money. So I was trying to run a gym, trying to run a team, run some of the franchises and and then the way I was making money was through personal training so there was just so busy it was so busy when I look back I didn't see my children for about two years I would get in be so tired fall asleep I never saw my husband like honestly my husband's an absolute just an absolute rock he stood by me all the time I think he knows he knows me you know and he's like Hannah oh don't get me wrong like I look back and go I must have been an absolute nightmare but I was blaming myself and um I was saying sorry to everyone and just like I'm such a bad person the amount of suicide notes I wrote there was a field I'd go to and I've been there now and I can be in that field fine because I've made peace with it (laughs) but yeah I'd write my goodbye letters to my children and uh Oh, my head was just everywhere. But then people would see me out and go, oh, my God, Hannah, you own a gym. You must be at the happiest point of your life. And I was like, ha, no. So where you think, you know, people's judgments, we should never judge people. Um, Mm. We are, there's no right or wrong. Like, people's happy. You don't have to, you know, I did think I was going to take over the world. Like, you know, this is massive. This is the first gym. And then we're going to have this one and this one and this one. And we've got franchises. But God, no. Oh, I would not be like that now. Um, But um, yeah, I took the overdose um, because things got way too much one day. I didn't even know where it came from. I couldn't speak to anyone. I was in Sainsbury's car park. I just bought a load and a load from before. And I just went, da, 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 da. I took them all. And then I was like, right, well, I better get on with my day then. It was so random. I had a P- I think I had a small group PT and a class. And I was like, oh, after that, I was like, I better put my, um, just, I don't feel anything. What, why is that? Did I not? I took quite a few. I probably took about four or five packets. Like I took quite a lot. Yeah. And, and, um, and then, yeah. And I was like, what's going on? carried on with your day. Carried on. I was like, oh. I was like, oh mate, I can't, I can't like 
yeah, I can't just, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> what happens next? Well, I took it with, I took them, all right, this is why I'm so glad I did it poorly. <laughs> and it was a cry for help because mm. I took it with water. So I didn't take it with alcohol. I took right. it with water. So. But um, it was massive cry for help. And then I took my blood pressure. My blood pressure is, you know, pretty normal. But it was like 210 over 98. And I was like, whoa, that's really high. And I can't feel it doing anything to my body. Why is my blood pressure high and I can't feel anything? So I was like, okay, I'm going to take the blood pressure machine home with me just stay calm because actually at this point I was going I don't want anything to happen I really hope I can get through this six hours like because in my mind I was like six hours then it would have got through my system and I'll know I'm all right and I was like because I don't want to die what have I done I don't want to die and um so I got in and I was like hi Rich I'm just going for a bath <laughs> casually had a bath probably thought that was the worst thing actually to do getting a hot bath but I did and then I just said goodnight to Rich. And I was like, I don't know whether this is the last time I'm gonna see you. Like, I don't know whether I've done something really bad to my body and this could be it, but I managed to fall asleep. Like, luckily I'm, I can fall asleep like that. And I did that night. And then I woke up and I was like, I've made it. Yes, I've made it. I did not die. And then I looked at my watch and I had to get round to six o'clock in the morning to be at that safe point. And it was two o'clock. And I was like, ah, oh, I've woken up for a reason. And then my heart started pounding. I was sweating. I was clammy. And I was like, I'm going to die. I'm dying. Like, this is, I'm dying. I seriously thought I was dying. And I was like, Rich is lying next to me asleep. What do I do? I can't wake him up, tell him. So I got put his massive coat on and I took my phone, called nine, went outside the front door, called 999. And I went, I've taken an overdose and I don't know what to do. And all my mind was going was look at the stars, look at the stars, the stars were out, breathe. And then they were asking me all the questions that you have to ask, stay still, is anyone with you? And I had to go, yes. <laughs> they said, you need to go and do you, can you go and wake him up or shall I send an ambulance? And um, so yeah, I was like, I've got to go and wake him up. So I went, woke him up, woke my husband's up, Rich, I've taken an overdose. <laughs> I mean, how do you do that? He got up and he was, he's incredible. He got up and he wasn't mad. He was like, he was like, what if, what have you done? Anyway, um, he took me straight to hospital, straight into A&E. They put me on a drip, like straight away. And I was fine, I was conscious all the way through, but they flushed it out of me. And that's when I saw, saw that woman. And I was like, Rich, I just want to help her. And he was like, really, really? <laughs> and um, yeah. So from that point, you know, I had to face, um, I had had that realization because I'm not joking. If I, it's not what I wanted. I don't, it's not what anyone wants. It's not, no matter how low you're feeling or you feel, it's not what you want. Because when you're at that point, I truly believe if I would have put something around my neck and stepped off that step, I would have had the same feeling that I felt I'm gonna die to but it would have been too late mm. if I had something around my neck it would have been too late and I would have had that same feeling going I don't want this but there's nothing I would have been able to do about it so I am forever I am so thankful because I am happier now than I've ever 
ever, ever, ever been. But I did have to make the biggest change. I knew what it was and I had to listen to my gut. So there you go. I was like, right. Even after I'd done that, right, I went back to my business, the gym, and I was like, maybe I can give it a go. Maybe I should give it a go. And then, you know, one day I was just sat there and I was like, do you know what? I'm being an idiot. This is, I know I need to come out of this. I lost trust and that was something happened, like something came out and I lost trust. And as soon as I lost trust in that business, that was my way of going, I'm done. I lost complete trust and I was like, I'm out. And I handed everything back. I think it was being told as well, don't talk about what you've done, you know? And um, as if like, I'm ashamed by it, but if I could help just one person realize mm that I was at my lowest right and it is not what you want it is not so um when I lost trust which I'm so thankful I, I did I was out I and a, a friend of mine actually who gave me the opportunity of the studio oh my gosh she was insane I it's funny how who who's around you right so she said to me she said oh Hannah I've been on this course I'm putting you on it I, I didn't have any money at the time like I'm, I was I had no money even though I owned a gym I had no money because it all went into that gym and um and uh and she put me on this course in London called Landmark Forum and it saved me I sat in this course in London I was really nervous, never, never even heard of it, never really didn't even look it up. She just said, Hannah, give me the dates, you're going. She paid. It was about 600 quid, I think, right? And she was like, I don't want the money back. I, like, she's an absolute angel. And um, I went on this course, about 150 people in this tiny little room. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? And, and for three days, I was sat there because it was a course, 9 a.m till 10 at night for three days it was well long I was like what on earth are we gonna talk about and um I sat there the whole time going I don't get this I don't get this what and then on the third day just before the end something clicked and it went and it was do you know what he is who he is because he is who he is and I can't change someone you know you I can't change someone so I've got to just be me. Uh, so that really gave me the strength to move on. I would have panic attacks and anxiety attacks around this person. And and then I, and it didn't click. Like, what's the matter? Why wouldn't that be a sign? Like if you're having anxiety and panic attacks around someone, it would clearly be a sign. Um, but then, you know, I notice it now, now I'm better. Um, but I had the power to come back from that course, go in there and go, I'm handing everything over. I, I, I didn't want a battle. I just said, take it, like go. I had shares in the business and he asked for them back. Well, then I want the shares back. Called Rich quickly. I was like, oh, he wants all this. She wants everything. That will be my 10 years of building this baby for nothing. And, um, and Rich was like, Hannah, you're life and your happiness is more important than money and I was just like oh how am I going to live with it around the corner but I knew I had help I knew I had 
everyone I needed around me, like my family and 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 all the wonderful uh, clients. You know, I was I said to myself, right, this is just bricks and mortar. To me, it's a community. I can build a community. I can have another community. That's people. Like, and I couldn't, the hardest thing coming away from there. Anyway, I said, right, no, take it. And then I walked out there. It was literally like a, a television show. You know, when they give you your wooden, your wooden, your cardboard box. Here's your stuff. Had a few skates hanging out of it and stuff. And off I walked and I didn't go back. And it wasn't up to me. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, I get really sad because, well, not now, because a lot of them have, they're gonna come back and stuff to me but um I couldn't tell anyone so I kind of just disappeared I just disappeared like it wasn't up to me how the members got told but they didn't get told so I just kind of disappeared and and I had to focus on getting myself better then I didn't know what I was gonna do I was just like right I need to work on myself get myself better and um and yeah and then that's that was the road to my recovery right there I um I did a lot of I I believe in Reiki I do a lot of Reiki on myself like to do with like energy and um so I do that on myself constantly I was doing lots of it relaxation meditation breath work not stressful workouts you know Mm. um and uh yeah and just built myself back up and then that's when you know Pippa was one of the franchises um as well so I knew her for years and years and I said oh can I borrow some equipment I'm just going to start a few classes up because I really miss it like you know those are my people like I just I miss people I miss training people so um I've just started a few classes built a few classes and then we were just like what are we doing we're in the same area let's work together and she is just an angel so I I went into um Fitworks and we built from around about, oh, well, there were like, um, not sure the numbers, there was about 30, 35 people. And then we built it up. We got about, we got 140 people on our books now. And, um, and we just love it. It's all about building a happy and healthy community. We don't have a building of our own. I would love it. I'm missing a building now. <laughs> but we have exciting plans like this year. Very, very exciting plans. But we've got amazing bunch of Fitworks trainers, you know, around. Um, one in the Lake District now. And, you know, we've got some other trainers. And yeah, it's it's ama- it's incredible. Absolutely incredible uh, what's I mean- going on now. Hannah, I mean, I just, I've literally sat here and just listened in awe of your strength to start to tell your story because it's not easy. And like one of the things you said was you weren't allowed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel and nowadays um, we're hoping that with mental health being quite a priority and a gender on, you know, uh, people and on people's radars that things like you know suicide are are starting to be talked about people who are at the point of they can't cope anymore like you said that feeling of being rock bottom and um and you know for you there was you said it was a cry for help um but not not being able to sort of openly talk about it and the statistics are are not great and obviously this last year with covid and everything 
has has been very challenging for some people and mm. I think it takes individuals like yourself who if they met you now would be like she's like life and soul like her whole spirit and being is just one of joy and happiness right mm. um but to hear that you went all the way into that place whatever that place looked like but somehow there was a tiny bit left within you a little bit of fight left within you mm-hmm. um and, and you, it's always wow. sorry yeah it's always you might not realize that it's always the most randomest of people who you might it might be a stranger that you talk to uh, you know there's there's it, it, can be it doesn't have to be someone you know who you're even really close to just just talk (laughs) if you feel like it needs to come up and and, because there will be a reason like the other day like I will always now if someone pops into my mind like a a friend of mine popped into my mind and I just felt like I had to ping on a message I just pinged Mm -hmm. her a message of like hey how you doing um you know and just opened opened a door and I think if anyone if everyone shares that kindness like it takes nothing to be like Mm. how you doing you know and and you might just be that person that they just go can we go for coffee and then and listen to and talk to and we all want to help each other we do Mm. like it's it's human nature right it's human nature yeah um I mean I could literally listen to you for hours. I have, I mean, we have series of questions that we could ask you. I have written so much down of what you said. I mean, you are officially, Hannah, the queen of flow in so many different ways of that, what that means. And you've really taken us through your journey, your journey of your your own river and the rocks and those cloudy moments where you can't see anything the rapids sorry my my uh my uh husband and son have just got got home i was actually thinking wow like where are they i'm, <laughs> but, keep, I'm no, keeping that in i'm keeping that in that's amazing <laughs> that you could just get my my son just massive sneeze in the background <laughs> that was a strong sneeze um but yeah, we just, you know, you've, you've guided us through and, you know, the moments of joy um, and just how you've come out stronger. And I think the things for me that really spark true is that sense of community for you. Like that's not only have you wanted to always teach and look after people and make them into the best they can be, like in a really positive way, um but also just reaching out to so many people and having this positive impact on so many people and you know as I said I thank you personally but I think there's will be hundreds of people out there who will absolutely resonate with me so um and also as I said thank you so much for sharing your story I know it can't be easy and um I'm sure I hopefully there will be people listening um who will find your strength in themselves um so I thank so. you no, thank you and thank you for choosing to train with us you know and be with us and it's I, we have absolutely loved having you train with us and love that i can message you and be like where are you <laughs> where have you got what are you having a lie-in like are you come on why don't you want to get up at 6 15 
<laughs> normally that it's normally that um, <laughs> but, but yeah no if if I'm it's me I'm never gonna stop talking my truth like um I will talk to anyone if it will just help one person you know or one person to talk and reach out yeah finding yeah. your voice right you you found your voice again yeah which absolutely. is so which is so great um you know, I'm gonna hand sorry, sorry. Yeah. I was I'm, just saying it, it actually it will probably go along with one of these questions so ask me a question or I'll say it before <laughs> yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna hand over to Neil he has got um our, our closing questions which I know the uh, the audience will be disappointed to hear that we're saying that we're closing this conversation up but we are you're coming back on Hannah uh, I'm yeah. totally up for around two yeah probably yeah totally right go on then Mr Thomas yeah and from my perspective uh, Hannah I just want to say you know personally uh, well on behalf of SAS and I thank you for your open an honest account of everything that went on is sounds like an incredibly mm. difficult journey and and i i wholeheartedly agree that um it it sits more comfortably with some people than others a lot of people wouldn't talk through about never mind on a podcast about, about your experience um and but it does if it does sit comfortably with, with you relatively that I think it is super important to share your experience because I think we see a lot in uh, the media or the press about famous people and, and their stories, but I always find it quite um, uh, remarkable when just common everyday people share oh those experiences because I think yeah. part of the battle is, is that people don't think it affects the person next door or the lady down the street or the person mm. in the gym um and the oh more, God, yes. yeah and, and the more we can share or talk about it i think and that's probably the key word there is, is talk and encourage that um and as always I get, talk, yeah sorry go on hannah go on i was just saying i i get all my inspiration off everyone in my life like not fame you know it doesn't have to be the famous people it doesn't have to come from them they they are just living their lives and they're doing what they're they love well you think they love doing you know mm. they're just doing what they either think they should be doing or what they actually do love doing and mm. it's like I get my inspiration from oh my god you guys have incredible stories my children they inspire mm. me all the time every single one of my clients they are so inspiring so 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 inspiring and you know what it's not bad to ask for help I think it's no magical and beautiful when someone asks for help or can or can I just talk you know yes of course you can it's like please tell me about your life because you will tell me something that absolutely blows my socks off you know no matter what age you know everyone has a story and you know if someone's thinking they're in a bad place and they start telling you about their story I will probably nine times out of ten be like wow what an incredible person you are you're not looking at it this way look at it this way you've just told me this and that is incredible but they get stuck you get stuck in a cycle when you're in a low place and you don't see all the incredible stuff that you do so it's um talk to people or tell someone a story that you've been through yeah, yeah. absolutely and, and as always uh, at the bottom of the podcast uh, we'll put in the relative links to a variety of, of support helplines um mm. for a variety of different issues because um it's not easy and i think people think they should talk 
or can't talk to friends, family sometimes because they're too close or yeah. you don't want to upset them or whatever else. And, and reaching out sometimes just to someone that you don't know is a, is a yeah. huge help speaking to that like outside person. Yeah um yeah. you know if it helps you then make sure you do it so yeah as i said we'll put we'll put in all the links at the bottom of any anybody that you've worked with hannah personally and you would recommend um but also you know the normal support line yeah. samaritans etc uh, at the okay, end of the yeah. absolutely yeah of course all right before your dog stuff kicks off um, <laughs> and we're gonna ask our n3 questions so once again feel free to interpret these as you wish uh, in the comments. I know, well, if you know me, people that know me know that I freak out. I don't like questions. Like oh. any game sh any game shows, like my husband knows that I just sit there and I'm just like, no, it's like if someone asked me a question, I my head just goes, la, 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 what, 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 right. what? <laughs> got these ones. Yeah, we've got, got these. these. It's okay, fine, it's fine. So, okay, go. Are you gonna do it in the right order? Yes, I oh, am. Thank God. you, Sass. Yes. Okay. I, I've asked him in the wrong order for the last couple of weeks. So okay. uh, the first I don't one know is the order, so I'll never know. Yeah. The first one is, are you currently healthy? I think I'm healthy. I, I am as healthy as I need to be right now. I've got things actually that um you know I need to work on and I need to find out what are. Um, but right now in this time, I am I am happy and healthy and taking action on what i need to amazing i'm we're super glad to hear that i love taking action as well love that yeah i love um, that well answered question one tick you've passed that test <laughs> yeah. Question, yeah, question two are you comfortable this chair's a little uncomfortable i should have done this <laughs> off my sofa <laughs> but um am i comfortable yeah because I'm, I have people I love around me, and you know what? I'm extremely lucky that, um, you know, I can I pay my bills, and yeah, if I can't, it. then I will um, mm -hmm. put out there that I need to somehow make more money. But yeah, I'm I'm so comfortable. I'm very very lucky. One lucky lady. Brilliant. And then, and then the final one: um, Are you happy? So happy happiness is back like and not every day god i can be grumpy never wake me up ever if i'm asleep on the sofa at night because i am the devil if you wake me up like literally i'm like whoa okay i'll just go to bed and never let me get hungry either um but yes happiness we create our own happiness if you're not happy about something you can work on it. It's not going to fix like that. Nothing ever does. We have to work on it. So you just speak to people or make a plan or you will find it and you will get it. It's there. Yeah. And you it. don't have to rely on anyone else. Don't rely on anyone else for happiness. Make your own happiness. Love Be it. happy in your own skin and then enjoy. Make people come and do it with you like yeah. I do. Come you swimming did. in the that's lake. A real, that's a real power grab moment there. Yeah, and come swimming in the lake, come, come climbing, come supboarding, come and do this. Even if you don't think you'll like it, come and try it. If you don't like it, then don't do it. <laughs> I, I have no idea why you two get on. Honestly, <laughs> you're exactly the same. Um, oh my God, we, you wait till this summer. We've got skating to do and all sorts. Awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, and then and, and then finally we always ask um our guests to suggest or uh supply our listeners with three rules for achieving well-being it doesn't have to be three it's a rough you know rough guide but three rules for achieving well-being okay so ask yourself a question um do you love yourself and that doesn't mean in an ego way there's two different ways it's got to be you have to love yourself for anyone else to love you if you don't love yourself you're going to be in a negative spiral right and then you're just going to be not enjoying life you have to love yourself you have to be your true authentic self right i i've i know this incredible woman who i've known for years she is completely different now to what she was when i first met her and she was just you know trundling through like she was happy smiling enjoying but now she's insane like she is herself she is dreadlocks and she is like I don't care what people think like I'm gonna be me this is me and you know that then I'll attract the people that I need in my life so just be who you authentically are don't try and be anything for anyone else or it just doesn't work you will get sick you know uh so i suppose that must be about three right yeah i just i just think yeah i think it covers yeah a wide range of aspects because yeah and it's a journey to find yourself right so uh that takes time as well i think yeah i think you've hit the nail on the head um i'll end with just a huge thank you hannah once again i mean i won't lie there was a few points where i had to you know, breathe deep a little bit and hold myself back from shedding a tear a little bit. Uh, yeah, thank you for being so open and honest and sharing your story. Um, you're a, a truly amazing woman. And um, yeah. As are you two. We wish you every success uh, moving forward. And we'll see you very soon, I hope, you know, on the yes. next couple of series, episodes, yeah. whatever we're calling it. I don't know. Mm, Ash James, yeah. I'll leave you to end. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. That, everybody, is Hannah Camden, um, who I have now entitled as the Queen of Flow, um, talking to <laughs> us um, about her incredible journey, uh, about openness, honesty, loving yourself in the most positive way, being with community and loved ones. And I just want to finish, Hannah, with your awesome, I don't know whether it is a mantra of yours, but just uh, it stuck with me your vibe attracts your tribe and I just think that everything about that and thank you for your time I can't wait for our next class even if it was at 6 15 um but thank you for your time so much it's been uh so interesting thank you thank you so much for having me I've loved meeting you Neil and sass chatting to you um now anytime you know where I am I'm always willing to chat but yeah thank you so much for having me brilliant ciao for now bye bye